it is a pleasure for me to, to be here today talking about processing speed in multiple sclerosis. So multiple sclerosis is a chronic disorder of the central nervous system, often diagnosed early adulthood. It is heterogeneous, it has an heterogeneous progression and heterogeneous disability severity. So multiple sclerosis can be um, uh, uh, differently um, categorized by their disease progression. So 85% of the population with multiple sclerosis have the type of called relapse remitting MS. So relapse remitting MS is characterized by unpredictable attacks, which may or may not leave permanent deficits followed periods of remission. Out of 85% of population who has relapsed remitting MS, they evolved to a secondary progressive MS course. So in secondary progressive MS, um, it is diagnosed retrospectively by a history of gradually, gradual worsening after an initial uh, relapsed remitting disease course. 10% of the population with MS has a have a gradual progression of the disease from its own site with no relapses or remissions. 5% of this population has progressive relapse in multiple sclerosis, that it's characterized by a steady decline since onset with superimposes attacks. So multiple sclerosis can have a, vari a variety of symptoms, which are uh, one that it's very common, it's cognitive impairments. So cognitive impairments affect up to 70% of the population, and information processing speed is one of the most prevalent cognitive difficulty, and it is hypothesized by some authors as the key deficit underlying cognitive dysfunction in MS. So what do we know so far about information processing speed in MS? We know that poor performances on IPS are associated with um, poor overall cognitive status, a higher uh, decline, cognitive decline. Poor information processing speed uh, deficits are also associated with higher levels of unemployment, poor performances on driving, poor instrumental daily activities, and also higher levels of disease burden as measured by MRI or DTI. So in the past, we've been looking at processing speed as a cognitive deficit. But when we look carefully to the tasks that we are normally using to assess information processing speed, we can see that these tasks are visual, ocular motor, complex tasks. So for example, the symbol digit modality test that is one of the most commonly used tests to assess information processing speed in MS. In these tests, as you can see, you have on the first line a couple of symbols and for each symbol you have a number and then on the next lines you have the symbols but underneath the boxes are empty so the participants are asked to um, call out the numbers that go for each symbol as fast as they can so if we look closely to these tests there's a lot of visual and ocular motor uh, functions associated with this test more, uh, not only cognition. So in order to tell us what's the number that goes for each symbol, we have to process this information visually. So we know that in MS, visual system is one of the most common um, uh, system that it's affected. Then we have to manipulate the information, and this is cognition. So they have to 
combine which symbol, which number goes for each symbol. And then they have to give a response. That can be an oral response, they have to speak, or they have to write. And this is a motor task that we are also know that it's compromising MS. Then they have to move their eyes to the following symbols. So here we have the ocular motor system also playing an important role. And we also know that the ocular motor system, it is also affected in multiple sclerosis. So poor performance on these tasks can actually be associated with abnormalities of the input, problems on the visual system. It can be associated with problems on manipulation of the information, link what symbol goes with what number, and also with the output, the motor function. So if a participant with MS has a visual problem, probably they will also fail on this test, not only because they have problems with manipulation of the information, but because they might have a problem on the input. So recently, we suggested a new definition of information processing speed. So information processing speed uh, refers to how fast one can execute a cognitive task or the amount of work one can do with a, within a certain unit of time. Processing speed of information is composed of several steps that can be uh, individually affected by brain pathology, so sensorial, cognitive, and motor. Information processing speed is not a unitary contract, construct, and it can be divided into simple and complex processing speed. So these study aims are examine differences between relapse and meeting and progressive MS in cognitive function and motor function after controlling for age, education, and time post-diagnosis. So we wanted to understand if um, information processing speed is associated with the disease course. And then we wanted to explore the impact of motor dysfunction on cognition, more specifically information processing speed. So in this sample, we have 21 participants with relapsed remitting MS and 21 progressive MS, eight primary progressives and 13 secondary progressives, and 21 healthy controls matched for age, education, and disease duration. All participants were assessed with a neuropsych uh, neuropsychological uh, battery uh, assessing the most common cognitive deficits in MS, that is processing speed, learning, working memory, and executive functions. We also assessed motor function with the 25-foot walk and the 9-hole peg. For AIM-1, we performed um, an ANOVA t-test with the scores obtained by the relapsed remaining progressive MS and healthy controls groups on cognitive index and motor function. And for AIM-2, participants with MS were grouped based on their performance on the 25-foot walk test. The 25-foot walk test is a, a test known to be very sensitive to multiple sclerosis and also to motor disability. So we divided based on uh, past research those participants who uh, performed the task on average less than 7.99 seconds were included in the severe group, and uh, more than eight seconds, a very severe group. To compare differences between the severe and very severe group, uncognitive index independent sample t-tests were performed. So as expected, there's no differences between the three groups in terms of age, education, or disease duration. Looking for cognitive functions, it was noted a difference between the healthy control group and both groups with multiple sclerosis, 
and only a trend towards significant between the relapse remedy and the progressive MS group. In terms of the working memory, a similar pattern was found where the healthy control group performed better than both the two groups with MS, but the groups with MS did not differ on working memory, executive functions, or learning memory. So when controlling for demographic factors and disease duration, the relapsed remaining MS group showed a, only a trend towards performance, um, towards a better performance on IPS and progressive MS group, but did not differ on working memory, executive functions, or learning. Looking for motor functions. It was found uh, significant differences between the relapsed remaining groups, the MS groups, and the healthy controls, where the participant, the both relapsed remaining and progressive MS group did, uh, needed more time to accomplish the 9-0 PEG than uh, the healthy control group. And also there was found the differences on the 9-0 PEG between the relapsed remaining and the progressive MS group. On the 25-foot walk, um, we found the differences uh, between the healthy controls and progressive MS and the relapsed remaining and the progressive MS, where the progressive MS group performed poorly in contrast with the other two groups. So when controlling for demographic factors and disease duration, the relapsed remaining MS group presented a significantly better motor function than the progressive MS group. So then we divided the group with MS on severe and very severe motor disability. So there's no difference in terms of age, education, or disease duration between the, th the two groups. And when we look to the cognitive functions, we found the significant differences between uh, the very severe motor impaired group in contrast with the severe motor impairment. So here, what we, what, what we found was those individuals with MS will have more uh, difficulties on motor functioning, they are also those who showed uh, poor performances on processing speed tasks. So motor disability and non-demographic factors seems to be associated with poor information processing speed. So these results are different from past research, which shows that differences between disease courses on many cognitive variables. So one of the reasons is that in, in the past, a lot of research the two groups, the relapsed remaining and the progressive MS groups, they were different in terms of age. So we cannot um, know if the differences between the two groups are associated with the disease course or the age. So we know that age affects processing speed, even in normal aging. So aging is one of the variables that we always need to be careful with when evaluating processing speed um, in any kind of population, including multiple sclerosis. So for participants with MS, higher levels of motor disability were associated with poor information processing speed. So probably information processing speed is really not only a cognitive deficit, but it's also associated with the motor component um, problems. So in terms of limitations and clinical uh, implications, so by controlling for age and disease duration, uh, it is possible that we are inadvertently controlling for variability between the disease course. And in terms of the clinical implications, when assessing information processing speed, attention should be paid to both cognitive and motor functioning. 
In terms of future directions, so additional work examining the three stages of information processing, the sensorial, the cognitive, and the motor as needed. And we must begin to develop rehabilitation programs targeting specific information processing speed deficits, which means, so if a person has poor processing speed, poor performance on processing speed deficits, we need to understand if where is the problem, if it is the sensorial, the cognitive, or the motor. So if a person has a sensorial speed problem, the rehabilitation strategy should be a sensorial rehabilitation and not a cognitive rehabilitation as um, we've been thinking in the past. If it is a cognitive speed impairment, so the ability of manipulating information, the rehabilitation should be a cognitive rehabilitation. And if it is a problem of the motor system, the rehabilitation strategy should be a motor rehabilitation. For example, physical therapy, speech therapy, eye movement therapy. Although these three functions are um, believed to be independent, they can also appear um, at the same time. So when that happens, a combination of research strategies should be applied. I would like to acknowledge my mentors and uh, collaborators and all the NNL team.